Well, it was December of last year. It has been one year since the chaos at Vancouver International Airport. You'll likely remember the stories. Maybe you were one of the people stuck either at the airport waiting for your flight or... Many people, as we remember, were stuck on planes after they had landed for hours, not able to deplane. Well, the airport has made a considerable investment and is promising much, much better conditions this time around. And joining us to talk more about how YVR is preparing for the winter weather is Tamara Vrooman, President and Chief Executive Officer of YVR. Thank you so much, Tamara, for being with us today. Yeah, good morning. Uh, I know we've talked about this before and uh, what went into as far as talking to people and really looking at what happened last December. So what has changed or what is going to be different this year? Last year, after we had the uh, significant disruption due to uh, the weather that saw, as you as you said, to the unacceptable uh, delays, uh, having people waiting on board aircraft, we initiated an end-to-end after-action review and released that review to the public with public consultation last spring. Subsequent to that, we spent $40 million, uh, initiated about 130 changes across our airport, everything from how we gate aircraft to the kind of equipment that we use to communications and digital tools to help uh, um, process baggage better to hiring more staff to help people, real people, answer uh, people's questions uh, if they're uh, in the terminal and wondering what to do during any kind of disruption. So we're feeling significantly uh, better prepared than we were at uh, this time next year, as we saw just uh, overnight. Mother Nature always has something unusual weather-wise in store for us. And so um, we're really feeling uh, pretty good about our level of preparedness going into this busy holiday season. Uh, And you mentioned overnight. Were there any issues, uh, given the atmospheric river and the uh, intense rainfall yesterday, were there issues at the airport? Uh, no, there weren't. We certainly had a lot of rain uh, in the ditches and uh, and on the airfield, but it drained as it should, and uh, all our operations are uh, fully normal today. Uh, we talked about, the, uh, the again, this time last year, when people were stuck on the planes for hours, and, I mean, we were interviewing people that were on the airplanes, people were calling, and, uh, and, and it was awful uh, for people that yes. were stuck on those planes. So what has specifically changed, or how can you promise people now that that won't happen again? Yeah, you're 100% right. It was uh, totally unacceptable for people to be uh, stuck on uh, aircraft for that length of time. And the situation that we had was was simply that due to the weather and uh, due to the shortage of ground towing crews, which uh, airlines contract to, to move their aircraft to and from gates, we had planes that were empty were sitting on gates that prevented uh, planes that were full uh, from coming onto the those gates. And so the specific changes that we've made, there have been quite a few, but the ones that are uh, most relevant to that issue are we now require most people were surprised to learn that it's not the airports that tows uh, aircraft, it's the airlines. And so most of the time, thousands of times uh, each and every week, that works without incident. But when there is something that is irregular, usually weather, 
it can really disrupt that process. So we have now uh, instilled a policy that says airlines must be able to show us if they're using certain gates that they can get their aircraft off that gate within 30 minutes. We also have contracted uh, reserve crews to make sure that if for some reason the airline can't do that, we can deploy those crews to the gates. And we will also hold a few swing gates open so that in periods where we know that the weather is forecast uh, to be heavy, either in snow or rain, we can make sure that we have extra gates available so people don't have to wait any longer than 30 minutes on an aircraft. So so with that in place then, so the, the protocol now to ensure arriving aircraft access that gate within 30 minutes, are there penalties if that doesn't happen? We haven't instilled financial penalties uh, yet. We haven't needed to. We're really focused on uh, the passenger and making sure that the passenger uh, has the best experience possible, even when uh, the weather causes disruption, uh, as it does uh, from time to time in at any airport, in uh, really in any any place in the world. Um, we're really focused on the passenger, and so the most important thing to us is to make sure that the passenger uh, gets uh, as efficiently on their way as possible. So we haven't had to put financial penalties in. If we find that's an issue, of course, that's something we can look at. But so far, the airlines, they want the same thing. And so we've been working very collaboratively together and uh, we're seeing real improvements with these new protocols. Right. So so is it uh, the issue then or, or from this point moving forward that that will be monitored or is someone paying attention and making sure that that is all happening within 30 minutes? And, and then what happens then if, if you find that there are cases where it's not happening within 30 minutes? Yeah, so what we've also done is instilled uh, a number of new sensors and a new digital platform that allows us to track every movement uh, on our airfield and in our airport digitally. And we share that information with all of the players in the uh, and our partners in the ecosystem. So we're all looking at the same data in real time to make proactive decisions in the best interest of the passengers. So there's no question or debate anymore about how long uh, an aircraft or someone's perception or when they check their watch, which frankly, was uh, sometimes how it happened uh, in the past. So we now have the ability, as I said, to tow that aircraft off the gate to make way for an incoming aircraft if needed. Uh, the numbers as well, uh, last December was was very busy. And again, people will remember that. It sounds like, though, this December with people getting back and traveling more, is, is this correct? So about 2 million passengers expected, and that's about a quarter of a million more than last year? Actually, it's a little over two million. It's closer to two point two five million, which is uh, which is about a quarter of a million higher than the about two million that we had last uh, last December. So yes, the dis- busiest days that we're forecasting at YVR this holiday season are the twentieth. 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Um, Those will be the three busiest days uh, as they were last year as people want to get home or uh, out to see friends and families or take that all-important holiday vacation with family. And so we're telling people to come early, make sure they uh, use the digital tools that we have to pre-book parking, both for savings and also uh, for ease of use, and also to use our YVR Express product to pre-book CATSA screening, which has worked really, really well through the summer. People have been able to know what time they go through screening, they come, they don't wait in line, and through they go and get to the other side. And and you kind of answered my question, but uh, that that was, uh, I was going to ask you, what can passengers do? So there are these new uh, uh, technologies that are available for people and and what else or or is there anything else passengers can do to, to expedite things? We've also really heard the message that uh, passengers uh, gave us through the after-action review when they said, look, we get that aviation is a complex 
ecosystem of, of many, many agencies uh, and companies working together. And most times that works really, really well. But when it doesn't, we want one source of information so we can plan and understand how to make decisions when things aren't going exactly as scheduled, particularly in times of weather. So we have proactive communications on our website and all of our social channels. Please check those. Those do have the most current information. And then, yes, use the digital tools to make sure that you can plan and have some certainty through your journey. We also have hired a number of new frontline staff, so there's real people to answer your questions if you have any questions once you get into the airport. All right, going to be a a very, very busy month. Tamara Vrooman, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Yeah, thanks for your interest, Jill. Take care.